Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. This is Mondo Jazz on Radio Free Brooklyn. Something else from somewhere else.
is Radio Free Brooklyn and you're listening to another episode of Mondo Jazz. After another great episode of Jerry Curl Chronicles, courtesy of Mike Joseph, you heard Congratulations and Condolences, the opening track from the fabulous new release by Alison Miller's Boom Tick Boom, which is entitled Glitter Wolf and has just come out on the label Royal Potato Family. When a few days ago I found out that uh, Alison Miller has had a brand new album, I jumped for joy And then I got the album and I played it and I was humming and hollering the whole time because the album is so good, as one could expect given the continuous growth of uh, Alison Miller's artistry and the great and by now well-established chemistry that she has with longtime collaborators like uh, Myra Melford on piano, Jenny Scheinman on violin, Kirk Knufke on cornet, Ben Goldberg on clarinet and Todd Sikafus on bass, a real dream team of uh, creative players. So that put me in a rather upbeat and playful mode and got me thinking about all these sounds that the listening to jazz elicits, which I'm sure makes us love the process of listening to jazz more than, say, classical music. And from there, I started thinking about how jazz, the quintessential open-door genre, has found a musical role for those sounds or noises, so much so that even performers make them while they play the music we love. They even write songs about them. And so in these two hours, we'll look into, or I should say, I'll listen to moaning, whistling, humming, and other jazz sounds. But don't worry, it's all going to be very musical, even virtuosic. And to make my point, I could not find a better example than the music of uh, Razan Roland Kirk. So here it is, Roland Kirk, live at the 1968 Newport Festival, performing One Ton. Come on, no, take everything. 
You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn for a special edition of Mondo Jazz dedicated to moaning, whistling, sighing, humming, and all that jazz. So we open this exploration with the music of Razan Roland Kirk with uh, One Ton, a performance uh, which was a tour de force, but also a showcase of many ways of uh, creatively integrating the voice endless possibilities into a jazz solo. What you heard was Roland Kirk groaning, humming, growling, grunting, crying, blowing, heavy breathing and wailing while he was playing his solo on multiple instruments. One more mind-boggling example of his uh, signature style. And of course, he also threw in a whistle in there just for good measure. And whistling will be featured in quite a few tunes tonight, uh, not just uh, the human whistle, but also actual whistles, like the whistle used by Roland Kirk on one ton. Whistling was front and center in the following tune, entitled Five for Alice, uh, which uh, featured the Belgian guitarist, harmonica player, and skilled whistler, Toots Tielemans, from the album Aquarela do Brasil. From uh, whistling, we then shifted to another sound that has inspired tons of jazz, moaning, and I don't have to get into the details of why that is. So, the next tune was the famous composition by Ted Dameron, Moaning performed by Art Farmer on his 1959 album Brass Shout. We then closed off the set with one of the best musical moaners there ever was, even though not in a Donna Summer kind of moaning way. I'm referring to John Lee Hooker, who often used moaning to great effect as part of his musical expression. The tune we heard, however, was not one by John Lee Hooker himself, but rather Smoke and Dust Dub, a track by the Yohimbe Brothers which uh, contains samples of uh, John Lee Hooker's Moaning Blues. The Yoimba brothers are none other than DJ Logic and Living Colors uh, guitarist uh, Vernon Reed. And this track is off their 2002 Ropadope album Front and Lifter. Whereas John Lee Hooker often integrated moaning in his trademark uh, singing style, for other musicians moaning is not part of their musical expression, but rather a side effect of it usually a consequence of their strenuous uh, physicality with which they play their instruments, as it is, for instance, the case for some drummers or percussionists. But then, of course, there is the moaner-in-chief, Keith Jarrett, who, during his performances, when he's completely immersed in his instant composing, which is all the time, his entire body seems possessed, contorting, and he moans and groans very loudly, as though he were giving birth to a square baby, to use the words of the New York Times.
this edition of Mondo Jazz, we're exploring all kinds of vocal sounds and how they are integrated into or have inspired great jazz music. We started off the set with uh, Keith Jarrett uh, playing a stunning rendition of the standard All the Things You Are, which, uh, given his vocal commentary, could have been retitled All the Things You Moan. That was off the first recording uh, with his classic uh, standards trio featuring Garrick Peacock on bass and Jack Dijonet on drums. The album was, of course, on ECM and came out in 1983. Sometimes moaning, uh, particularly high-pitched moaning, uh, like one can hear on Keith Jarrett's albums, borders with uh, whining, something that some listeners do not really like to listen to. And so the following track was No Wine by Don Byron from his 2001 Blue Note album You Are Number no. 6. We then uh, kept the set uh, going back to Whistles. Uh, the composition we heard uh, at the very end was uh, East St. Louis Blues from the 1970 album Eddie Fisher and the next 100 years. The use of that whistle was very much a la Razan Roland Kirk, who was actively using it in those same years. Let's go back uh, to Razan Roland Kirk, therefore, the king of musical noise making, and uh, to his use of whistle, which uh, he not only loved playing alone, but often uh, with the active help of his audience, to which he would uh, hand out uh, three-hold bamboo whistles, conducting them in a whistle along, at times even leading them out of the venue, like a Pied Piper. So let's hear an example of that from the album Here Comes the Whistle Man, recorded at Atlantic Studios before a live audience which was asked to participate in the whistling.
During this set, we've really focused on whistling of uh, various kinds. We started with the title track from the album Here Comes the Whistle Man, in which uh, Razan Roland Kirk played the whistle and then also gave out whistles to the audience and got them excited and involved in one of his uh, whistle-along sessions. We then switched from instrumental to human whistling with two of the greatest uh, whistlers of all times. First, the Belgian magical guitarist and whistler Tooth Tielemans and his tune Indian Nuts, from an album aptly titled The Whistler and His Guitar. We then finished the set with the Italian band Guano Padano and their self-titled album from which we heard uh, the tune El Divino, which featured another iconic musician who, like Thielemans, was both a guitarist and a fascinating whistler, Alessandro Alessandroni. He was the author of many movie soundtracks, but his fame is definitely due to his uh, collaboration with a childhood friend, composer and conductor Ennio Morricone in particular for the soundtracks of uh, Spaghetti Western classics. So you may have not heard Alessandro Alessandroni's name before, but you've certainly heard his whistling, even before the Guano Padano track I played tonight. So let me refresh your memory.
Mm-hmm. 
Another set with really fun music. We started with what is perhaps the ultimate uh, whistling tune. Okay, it was not a jazz tune, but a classic nonetheless. Ennio Morricone's main theme uh, from the soundtrack of the 1966 uh, Spaghetti Western epic, The Good, the Bad and the Ugly, featuring on guitar and whistle, Alessandro Alessandroni. His whistling and Ennio Morricone's use of it for several Sergio Leone movies like a fistful of dollars, or for a few dollars more, once upon a time in the West, for instance, may sound like a cliché now, but was quite unprecedented and very creative at the time, and definitely inspired many musicians after them. And that whistling immediately evokes spaghetti Western atmospheres and Sergio Leone, so much so that when paying tribute to Sergio Leone, the Portuguese band Dead Combo had to include whistling in their track, Mr. Leone, which uh, we heard right after The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. That was from their 2008 uh, album Lusitania Playboys. From there, we went back to an Italian project, Rollerball, featuring uh, Paolo Bitolo Bon on alto saxophone, Beppe Scardino on baritone saxophone, Enrico Sorrentini on drums, Enrico Terragnoli on guitar and Danilo Gallo on bass, and two special guests, whistling and hand clapping. Zeno De Rossi and Francesco Bigoni. Gallo and De Rossi, by the way, are the key members of Guano Padano, so I guess that their collaboration with Alessandro Alessandroni, which we heard earlier in the show, must have shaped their appreciation for human whistling. We then closed off the set with a different kind of vocal sound that seems to have inspired so much jazz, sighing, which, uh, together with a clever pun, gave the title to the last track we heard, Love at First Sigh from a gorgeous album by the French quartet of uh, Claude Barthélemy on guitar, Dominique Lazro on saxophone, Christophe Merguet on drums, and uh, Claude Chamichan on bass. So let's hear more jazz music inspired by size, uh, with a couple of uh, Blue Note albums. First off, Horace Silver with Sighing and Crying. Thank you. 
This is Radio Free Brooklyn and you're listening to Mondo Jazz. In this last set we feature three songs about sighing. We started off with Horace Silver and Sighing and Crying from his Blue Note 1964 masterpiece Song for My Father. That was followed by another more recent Blue Note album by the band Super Generous. From their 2002 eponymous release we heard the composition A Sigh and a Shiver. Super Generous is a collaborative project uh, by a, br- a duo featuring the Brazilian percussionist uh, Ciro Baptista and uh, Kevin Braid on various uh, string instruments. And judging by the album photos, it's many of them and must be the reason why this is called Super Generous. At the end of the set uh, was the tune uh, Sighing on the Inside by, in my view, one of the most talented uh, young alto saxophone players and composers, Brian Waldman. His tune, as mentioned, was uh, entitled Sighing on the Inside, and uh, like uh, the previous two tunes, they had a subdued atmosphere, but when uh, sighing uh, gives way to pain and you need to channel the pain you feel inside, usually a sigh turns into a cry, like the cry of the saxophone of Brian Waldman towards the end of that tune, and uh, like the cry of a Neapolitan saxophone player and singer James Senese in the next tune, Viecchie Mugliere Morte Creature. Let it go. 
You're listening to Mondo Jazz on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn is a nonprofit organization of self-funding volunteers. Of course, there are considerable costs associated with this operation. And if you like what you hear on Mondo Jazz, why not support Radio Free Brooklyn with the pledge of your choice or getting one of Radio Free Brooklyn's t-shirts, hats, or other cool merch from www.radiofreebrooklyn.com slash donate.
the set, uh, we started with the music of a legendary Italian jazz rock band called Napoli Centrale. From their debut album, uh, we heard Viecchie Mugliere Muerte Creature, featuring the powerful voice and crying and saxophone playing of the co-leader James Senese. We then made a sharp turn and returned to more moaning, uh, moaning and groaning by Bill Withers uh, from his album Just As I Am. And moaning and groaning was also what we heard in the following track, which once again is a soundtrack composed by Ennio Morricone, this time for the movie The Burglars. The tune, as you could infer from the heated atmosphere, was erotico. The rendition we heard was that performed by Big John Patton on organ, with Bill Frizzell on guitar, Shelley Hirsch on vocals, and Bobby Previtt on drums, together with someone doing the Italian sexy voices named Laura Biscotto, a name as fake as it gets. This tune is a favorite of Mondo Jazz. We already played it a few weeks ago, but it fits so good here that we had to play it again. Let's now continue with more moaning sounds, uh, but of a different nature, and uh, with 180 degree change in direction, shifting from John Zorn to Wynton Marsalis, the yin and yang of the New York jazz scene. Here is a tune inspired by the low moan sounds one can hear near New Orleans levees from the foghorns of riverboats. Levy low moan.
place I stop town Where everyone thinks I'm a clown Because I like to hear the train whistles blow Just because the trains never stop They say that I'm gonna blow my top But I like to hear the train whistles blow They don't know that you're coming back to me One day the train will stop and they will see I know the train will bring you home I hope and pray it won't be long That's why I like to hear the train whistles blow of different atmospheres in this uh, last set um, just to show the level of details that one can achieve in music with uh, all these uh, different uh, jazz sounds that range from moaning to whistling to humming. We started the set with uh, Levy Low Moan, the title track from an album by Winter Marsalis subtitled uh, Soul Gestures in Southern Blue, which came out on the Columbia Records label. That was followed by Whistle, a composition by Todd Sikafus uh, for his band and album entitled Tiny Resistors uh, that came out in 2008 on the Crypto Gramophone label. That was followed by a great uh, international collaboration between uh, some of the best Vancouver-based uh, musicians that go under the name of Talking Pictures, and that include uh, Ron Samworth on uh, guitar, Peggy Lee on cello, Bill Clark on trumpet, and Dylan van der on drums, with the Dutch uh, saxophonist uh, Jorrit Dijkstra. The album and the track uh, were humming, and they, they came out on the Songlines uh, recordings label in 2000. We then uh, finished on a very fun uh, high note uh, with uh, Louis Prima, as always uh, uh, cheerful and entertaining, and the composition entitled Whistle Stop. Before closing today's uh, episode of Mondo Jazz, let me remind you, as usual, that after our show, you should stay tuned for Bushwick Garage, Radio Free Brooklyn's psychedelic rock weekly show by Rob Pritchard. If you like what you heard, follow Radio Free Brooklyn and Mondo Jazz on Facebook and Instagram, and go to our website where you can download our app for iPhone or Android, or you can also sign up for our newsletter and learn more about uh, and hopefully support our after-school program that offers uh, the chance to local teenagers to learn uh, media literacy through a hands-on approach guided by local professionals. 
Today's episode of Mondo Jazz will be archived with all past episodes on Mixcloud and Podomatic and iTunes. Our archive shows are also featured every week on allaboutjazz.com, the greatest online jazz source. Bassist and composer Ben Allison wrote and performed our theme featuring Ted Nash on flute and the voiceover by Payang Threadgill. Up next is one more track. Uh, the one we played before was Luis Prima and it was very fun and upbeat and it was based on whistling and it was entitled Whistle Stop. The next one is uh, by a master of our favorite music, Wayne Shorter, from his uh, album entitled Footprints Live, which features his uh, regular quartet with Danilo Perez on piano and John Patitucci on bass and Brian Blade on drums. We're going to listen to a classic tune by Wayne Shorter, Juju. And uh, you'll note that at the very beginning uh, there is going to be some whistling by Wayne Shorter. So whistling in the hands of uh, Luis Prima is fun, but if it's in the hands of a master, it's serious and means that uh, whistling, just like any other uh, vocal sound, sounds great in the hands of a jazz musician. Thank you for listening and good night. Thank you. 